Mike Staley Podcast. I don't know if the guy who this pertains to listens to this podcast, but he really screws up this room that I'm recording in right now. But welcome to Cafe Anyway. When I'm trying to, on an early Monday morning, trying to do my show. Oh my God. It's like they just don't care. They leave it a mess. And you know, it's funny because... Mike's Daily Podcast. I leave the room for him clean. I freaking shine and spit polish everything. But... Mike's Daily Podcast. That's how some people are and it's funny. I think he wanted to rent a room from me. And that would have been the odd couple family TV show. Because he would have been all Jack Klugman and I would have been Felix Unger. And that would have been funny because I'm not really Felix Unger. I'm just, I leave my under. Mike's Daily Podcast. Where on the floor. No, I don't do that. That's bad. That's a... Hey, what a weekend, huh? Mike's I had Indian food. Daily. On Friday. Podcast. It was very nice. Yeah. With my lovely lady friend. Although the service was slow. Good God, it was slow. And then... There was this huge party in the middle, you know, that had a big thing. Don't you hate? I am getting that more and more in the Bay Area where you go out to eat and there's some big, the the restaurant has decided, oh, we're such greedy idiots. Greed is good. Oh my God, that's low. Do that again. Greed is good. God, who recorded that? Man, that is so low. I couldn't hear it the first time, could you? I couldn't. Look who walked in. Various people. Where was I going with that? Oh, that the various people came. Hello, my gracious, Madame and I am afraid of sharks. Ooh. Yeah, I think a lot of people are. They got the sharp teeth. And then, messy, messy mess guy leaves the TV on the stupid fishing channel. Like, I want to see... Like, I want to see people killing fish all day. <sighs> but as Ron Swanson said, fishing, you don't, you just do it for sport. You don't actually eat the fish. Because fish are like practically a vegetable. Thank, I watched about 40 minutes of Ron Swanson um, mu- musings. And here's today's podcast picture. Musings. And all I can say is, funny, but... Who can wear a mustache like that? I mean, Ron Swanson can, but mustaches are just so... Ugh. Ah, makes me want to rip my face off having a mustache. Basil. So Basil was a therapy dog over the weekend. Yes, my lovely lady friend is a therapist. And one of her clients asked if Basil could sit in on one of the sessions, which he did. And uh, it was... Apparently very therapeutic. Basil has this calming effect on people. And he actually went to work. It was cute. It happened over the weekend. But back to restaurants. That freaking... Okay, so they're greedy. And like they'll go, Oh, okay, people call in. We want 20 people. Uh, we have to. We have a party of 20. Oh yeah, of course we can accommodate you. 
So they set up a table over there in the corner. I don't know. I'm pointing at a corner of cafe anyway. It could be that corner over there. Oh, wait. There's a party of 20 over there. Uh, get out! Anyway. You've got to be kidding me. Okay, you can stay. Cafe anyway. Anyway. I was just joking. <laughs> so they have this party of 20. And what happens is the wait staff, they don't know what to do. Because they're, they're you know, there's these 20 needy people in this group wanting every little stupid thing. Oh, and then they bring babies. Oh my God. Then they have their little babies. Yeah. Little baby. Yeah. And they're, they're, you know, holding the babies and they're walking around the restaurant, patting the baby because it's crying. And you're trying to eat and have a nice, and this baby's screaming in your face. And you're trying to have a nice evening, a nice romantic evening. Well, forget it. That's why romance is dead in the world. It's because these horrible, horrible groups take over restaurants. And these restaurants are so greedy. And that's why I hate going out. I hate eating out because the food service industry has lost. They don't know what the hell they're doing anymore. And I... I saw this 10 years ago when I was married, my then wife and I, we hardly cooked at all and we eat out a lot. And that's why I learned to cook. That's why I learned to cook basic things. I'm not a good cook. I just basic things I can do because I hate eating out. It's too expensive. The people are, uh, the, the people that run the places don't know how to run the places there. You wait and wait and wait. And they, uh, the, these big parties, this has happened to me in the past month twice where a huge party takes over. Just, they just take over and they, you know, you might as well leave. And we almost left. And then all of a sudden this guy showed up and I'll take your order. <sighs> no, I, I think I'm done with that. I think I just need to go to the store, buy some more stuff and eat at home. And make nice dinners for my lovely lady friend. And that's that's all that needs to be done. So Basil's a therapy dog. Excellent. And that was the week. Oh, look who else walked in. Hello there, Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And look, it's my friend. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Hey, guys. So I first came up with the character Bison Bentley back when I worked in Thousand Oaks. In 91, yes, that long ago, Bison Bentley, I know he's such a complex character. I, how could anyone come up with a character like that? He's so top down. The spectrum of Bison Bentley is vast. But yeah, so it was at a re uh, radio station, not a restaurant, but a radio station. There in Thousand Oaks. Whereas, I, as, as I recall... The restaurants I used to go to, I remember an Italian one. I remember a couple other ones, very nice. And I, I used to date a girl that was a waitress at this one and she'd complain about it constantly. It was kind of a diner, but a little more upscale, a little more nice. And the people were so mean to her. And I used to hear it all the time. Oh my gosh, people are just so mean. And she had a voice similar to that. Yes, I kid you not. But this radio station I worked for in Thousand Oaks in 91 or 92, uh, there was a fire on the hill in Thousand Oaks and it burned down the transmitter. And I called into, I don't know if it was Hugh Hewitt's show, which is ironic because now 
we carry his national show at one of the stations I work for in the Bay Area. But he, I called into somebody's show, and they, uh, it, KFI down in LA, and said, "Hey, I work at a radio station. Our transmitter just burned down." And they said, "Oh, well, are you? I hope you get back on soon." And that was an exciting conversation, I know. But Thousand Oaks is going through that right now with their fire. And right after the horrible borderline situation. And so, it's just... Thousand Oaks, usually a very nice community. And just very... I mean, there's... The freeway, the 101 goes through there. And people commute to L.A. And there's this sort of a cowboy culture going on because it's rural... rural. And there's uh, there's sort of this cowboy old west feel to it a little bit, and people will drive out to Vegas or they'll drive out to rodeos. And I remember the Ventura County Fair; we had a big rodeo every year, and people would come out to that from Thousand Oaks. And I just I remember it well. I remember I remember it got hot; it got pretty hot. But I just all this crap shouldn't be happening to Thousand Oaks. They don't deserve it. It irritates me. What also irritates me is apparently our president, that just brain-dead dork, just decided to go on the internet and say uh, to California, you're not going to get any more funds, you got to manage your your forest better, and you're not going to get any more federal funds. Well, the forests he's talking about are... Federal forest, idiot. You're an idiot. You're a very rude person. The way you treat Sarah Huckabee is horrible. And the way you treat other people are horrible. You shouldn't treat people that way. Nah. I don't treat people that way. Just you. Whoa. For saying stupid texts like that. Jeez. So what's funny is I work for a conservative talk station, kind of. Well, I don't really... I just sort of babysit it, but... The conservative talk station in, It's how, how are you to be A conservative radio station In California now When the president The Republican president Apparently hates California And you're living in it And at some point You have to have some California pride And yes you live in a Democrat ruled state But it didn't always used to be that way so don't just you gotta believe in California if you if you're what you know then things got things got very uh you know the whole hey on to something else I got my AARP card the other day because I guess I'm a cranky old man now good for me uh, cranky old man no uh, I'm hitting that age. This year So I get an AARP card Which I was starting to get depressed But then my lovely lady friend is Hey but you can get all kinds of discounts on stuff You can get travel discounts And it's fantastic Don't be sad Be happy Turn that frown upside down So I think I've talked about How as we go outside a cafe anyway We're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast Somewhere in Podcaster Valley It is impossible to breathe In the Bay Area right now and it is so sad because those fires, the Paradise Fire, the stories are coming out about how there was just one road in and out of that place. And apparently the traffic was horrible. When there is a huge disaster happening, like hurricanes, 
tornadoes, people leaving. It causes traffic jams. And it seems... It seems that something should be done. I don't know if there's anything that can be done about that. But the fact that you're, everyone's trying to get out of some one area and a traffic jam happens and that means some of the people that are stuck in back may die. That's what they're saying. What may have happened in paradise. People were waiting to get out and the New York Times podcast, The Daily, was playing some of the audio of like a family trying to leave. And I think they're okay, but they're saying, oh my gosh, there's fire right next to the, the road. That that tree is on fire and the little girls, mom, that tree's on fire. Should I pray now? Should I pray to God that we'll be okay? And the father's trying to calm everybody down. And it's, it's terrible. I'm thinking, you know, you put yourself in that situation. If I'm in a traffic jam and there's a fire around me, I am, I am stepping on the gas and I am pushing that car and every other car in front of it out of the freaking way. Because is it somebody down the road that is stopped in the front of all of these people? That's like, I don't know which way to go. What is causing the backup? Is it, it's just the flow of people leaving. But at some point, I mean, what they do with concerts where you have somebody saying, Hey, keep going, keep going, keep going. And, and stopping all traffic going at any, at any rate. And at that point, a two lane road should suddenly you know, instead of being traffic going both directions, it should just be all traffic going out. If, uh, you know, you forget it. Nobody is going in, everybody going out. And the rescue people have to find some other way in. It's just trying to get everybody out of a situation like that. But I don't know. That's a whole topic for another day where we can have someone who studies the weird psychology of traffic jams, which I know it's a very interesting topic. I remember Alan Alda talking about it on PBS, about the things that cause traffic. But we, it, traffic is everywhere now. You can't escape it. People go, oh, I'm leaving this state, this city, because it's full of traffic. But in effect, it's everywhere. Damn traffic. At any rate, uh, that's a horrible situation, terrible story. And maybe this will put some light on traffic jams and how we escape from situations like that. I personally, I got kind of this weird, uh, what do you call it, um, thing. Like, what's that, what was that movie that Matt Damon was in? Born Identity. He says at one point in one of the restaurants he's with the girl, he says, Yeah, I never go in somewhere that I don't know how to get out of. I'm always looking at the exits. I always, you know, he, because he's wired like that because he's a super agent. And that's sometimes how we have to think about where we are, especially when we're surrounded by that wood that could go up and smoke at any second. And the winds that were crazy that time. I remember last week the winds were just nuts and it was so dry. So keep an eye on the exits, I guess I should say. And keep an eye on what happens with all the stuff with the with Trump tweeting with traffic jams, etc. I think I'm going to wrap up the show. I guess this is a good time to say thank you for listening. Next show, we're going to have the wonderful Shelly Shoehart, Floyd the Floorman, John Deere, the engineer. 
Thank you for listening to FF episode 1743. No Super Secret Sunday show yesterday. I was busy. I had all kinds of things going on. I had to watch all those Nick Offerman things that were very profound. All of his lines from Parks and Rec. Some nice person put that all on YouTube. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.